and welcome back to Mies on Smash, the weekly podcast where we plot out a Super Smash Brothers cinematic universe with unique writers and comedians. I am your co-host, Simon Lewis Ong. And I'm your other co-host, Pete Simmons-Hayes. Pete, how have you been um, keeping in shape during quarantine? My mom really doesn't like me fat. It's like her least favorite thing. So she has been periodically sending me weights for my backyard. There's like a thousand dollars worth of equipment back there. Well, which is hilarious because it's not like your backyard is that hard to break into or in that great of a neighborhood. No, it isn't. There's a chain on the fence and I'm hoping that if people see a chain, they'll be like, oh, it's locked. It's not. You can't lock it. It's just a chain. I've been getting really into uh, Ring Fit Adventure, which is a great fitness game from Nintendo, and it's also the spiritual successor to Wii Fit, which is, of course, the game we're talking about oh. this week. Have you ever played Wii Fit? What's your relationship to Wii Fit? So when that game came out in, I think it was December 2007 or 8, I want to say, Wii Fit was all the rage, and my family was definitely a Wii Fit family for all of maybe two months, but... Definitely was into Wii Fit. And and, and and I would say the two-month evolution of being into Wii Fit was for the first month, you were using it like, oh, yeah, I'm going to use this to really exercise and, and get some good fitness in. And then when the second month rolled around, it was like me and my brothers playing with the balance board and figuring out how we could cheat the mini games because it's more fun to beat your high score at those mini games than it is to lose weight. Yeah, I think it was one of those games where, you know, it's like a new puppy. You play with it for like the first two weeks and like you're really excited. and It's like your whole personality and then you kind of forget about it. And, you know, you have other problems, Uh, which was a lot of the Wii games. And then for the rest of the life cycle of the Wii, you just had that Wii Fitness channel on your Wii. And it was just like, have not used Wii Fit in 200 weeks. And it was like... Well, geez, man, you didn't have to rub it in. I think a lot of people are going to sleep on this movie or whatever our friend Sophie's going to pitch, mostly because Wii Fit doesn't have a story. It's You kind of have to pull things out of a hat, but they're sleeping on the mainstream appeal because what people don't know is that Wii Fit is the eighth best-selling game of all time third best-selling game if you don't count games that are packaged with the consoles which is basically cheating right so everyone can be reached through this movie if done right it's basically our black panther it is it is our it is our black panther and as 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 is every every film that we pitch but no i mean everyone played we fit everybody had we fit everybody had that balance board like this as as much as you don't as far as the Smash Brothers franchises go, it's probably one of the ones that you least associate with having a good movie adaptation, but it is one of the most recognizable IPs. Definitely. Uh, Certainly in terms of just how many households it was in. And we have a great guest pitching it to us today. Let's hear a little bit more about Sophie. Choose your character. Sophie is a writer and comedian based in Brooklyn. In the before time, she hosted a stand-up show at Easy Lover called Are You Our Baby with Jenna Sheraton and was a PA on Full Frontal with Samantha Bee. She was a finalist for the 2020 NBC Late Night Writers Workshop and is now working on season four of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Her tweets have been featured in The Huffington Post, Teen Vogue, Mel Magazine, BuzzFeed, and V Magazine, and she needs a new retainer, so... 
Well, anyone knows how to do that, <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> Without further ado, here's Sophie Bramnick. Hi, I am really looking for a new retainer. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the Thought old I'd one? Crowdsource it. Oh, I lost it on Impact like um like a decade ago. <laughs> you haven't had a retainer for a decade, and you're just starting to look for it now. Yeah, I decide in 2021 I'm going to care about things like that. My braces are expensive. I should take care of my teeth and make sure they're still straight. What do you mean on impact? What what hit your mouth? Oh, like on impact, like I got my braces off. They gave me the retainer. I immediately lost it. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sophie, you wanted to get assigned a, a game because yeah. you, you, didn't, you didn't really give I a shit. I famously play video games <laughs> and I don't right. know anything. I would like to address one thing because you guys were talking about your experience with WeFit. I don't think there's a single like... um girl on this planet who like who had we fit and didn't doesn't have like a memory of getting on the board and being told by we fit you're obese but you're actually just five foot eight <laughs> um <laughs> like there's no i don't think there's another like nobody on this earth doesn't have that experience um so that was most of my we fit experience <laughs> as like a kid was um, that trauma and we fit was really mean about it too like they yeah. go out of your their way to make your little b person like obese if it if it felt like you had a too high of a bmi it would make your me like with a big stomach like we fit didn't pull oh, yeah. it bullied you and my brain wasn't like i didn't have enough folds in my brain yet to be like body positive like <laughs> there's no way i was in that state of being yet so it was like just a, a memory i have very vividly now <laughs> we are currently in we're known as the anxious generation we're known in a global anxiety oh, crisis yeah. do you think we fit is to blame for that yeah, you know what? Actually, if I can assign blame, we fit. You're on blast. Okay. Isn't Kardashians? It isn't Instagram. <laughs> it's we fit. We're coming <laughs> yeah, for you, Miyamoto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we fit doesn't have a plot. Famously, no plot. No. How no, was not. putting this pitch together for you? Um, I actually um so I did like a lot of Googling. I'm trying to figure out what other people thought about um you know like the we fit uh characters um like what their arcs are their what they you know get up in the morning for their rise their fall you know their sun their moon and the plot that i'm going to pitch you at some point is it's loosely based on a reddit comment i found about the we fit trainers and how much better the male trainer is than the female trainer i don't have a title for this movie but the theme is men even hate video game character women whoa <laughs> excellent i think with that intro we gotta go ahead and just break the story break the story So I, this is loosely based on this Reddit comment that I found. The WeFit trainer now known as Angela, that's the name that I've given her. And it's also, I think the character's chosen name um, is Angela. Um, and basically this, re this Reddit comment said that the male trainer is always super nice, super encouraging, is always like, let's do it, let's get it, like that sort of stuff. But um, he thinks that Angela is bad and creepy. And I was like, okay, just say you hate empowered women who are taking care of themselves. So I think about Angela's story as the journalist. And I don't know if you guys saw, there was a very recent article in The Cut about this journalist who fell in love with Martin Shkreli. Like she was um, supposed to be covering him for this magazine. And he got her to like abandon her life and her husband and her family. And then he like ghosted her from prison, which is like a really tragic end. I think that um, Angela, the Wee Fit trainer, is really going to relate to that reporter because she's going to try and change a toxic Reddit man in her standalone film. I think of her as like the Black Widow of the Super Smash um, sort of 
world because she is also going to try and try to change a man who is a literal beast. Okay, question. So both the male and female Wii Fit trainer, they famously look like mannequins. They don't have faces. In your yeah. movie, are, is, is this going to be a human person or are they going to have mannequin qualities? What, what are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking live action just because I don't think this should be a horror movie. Um, and no eyes would, um, kind of put it pretty squarely in that category. And, you know, I've been told many times that anything I make has to be marketable, has to be shown to the masses and what do the masses love? They love a woman trying to change a terrible man. <laughs> um, so I think that making her into a real person, albeit a banging person because the Wii Fit trainer is absolutely fucking snatched. Um, but a real person. Yes. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is no, uh, pearly white skin that they have. No, they, they are human. Yeah. She's not going to be translucent, <laughs> but that's just my take on it. That's a pretty meaningful departure, but I think probably a, a, a smart one. Okay. So we're going to be bouncing from some different types of worlds here. So I need everybody to buckle in and get ready. So she finds him on this sort of forum. We're not going to say Reddit because we don't want to get sued. So something of the like, and he is just a man who's looking to get fit. Nothing special, just a random guy. And she's like, you know what? You know what I can do? I can help this person because she's a giving type of girl. So this is like r slash fitness. This is like, she's scouring, like posting fitness, like, yeah, think of stuff. like R for R, but not guys sending you pictures of their penises every single time. Okay. Um, R for R for fitness, no dicks, unless you're into that. And then you know what? You're adults and you're consenting and you can make your own choices. But she, he finds this guy, he reaches out to her and he's like, I'm ready to change my life. And she's like, you know what? I'm ready to change yours. But he has no idea based on her username, which is gender neutral. Um, that she is a woman. He thinks he's talking to some jacked, muscled up, like oiled up, like literally scary looking man. <laughs> I personally think that people like that are terrifying, but um, tweets around no shade to the listeners of this pod if you're in really good shape. So she's going to train him and he's going to have no idea. It's just going to be just audio. They're going to talk on the phone because he's too shy to show him what he actually looks like he's ashamed and she's there to guide him so he's gonna work out and eventually there's gonna be this big all is lost moment where he's where she's like you know we really just have to do this in person like there's no way you're ever gonna get fit which is my main purpose in life is to help people with their fitness you're never gonna get there unless i see that sweat unless i see that grind unless i see you lifting those weights picking them up putting them down i don't know any other exercises just those two so i'm assuming that's what they're gonna do and they finally have this big meeting and he's like I can't believe you didn't tell me that you're a female trainer. I famously think that women aren't good at that. But he shows up and he's super jacked because he's been benefiting from all of the stuff that she's been doing for him. He has been pitting, picking things up. He's been putting them back down. And that's fitness. That's what it is in a nutshell. So <laughs> um, she's like, all right, you know what? To hell with you. I am a gift. I'm a joy. And I can spread that with other people, people who appreciate me as a female trainer. Um, but he does, he figures out, you know, as they all do at the ends of these types of movies and definitely in real life that he, the man was wrong because men love admitting that, um, he goes to her to win her back. He reads like, um, like Bethany Frankel's children's book about feminism or something. Um, and he like figures some stuff out through that and they reunite and she obviously forgives him for no reason because that's what we do with men. We forgive them. What, what, what's his big act that he does to win her back? 
Um, the big act is that he's going to wear like almost exactly the, the outfit that she's wearing. He's going to be brave enough to also wear uh, low rise pants, even though he doesn't have a perfect Wii Fit trainer physique. And she's going to see that in him, see that he's really trying, that he's willing to make an effort. He's willing to change. So this is essentially <laughs> a, a fitness centered rom-com is what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, people have been begging for it famously. That's what people want. <laughs> What's What's the guy's, what's the male trainer's name? Okay, I'll say it. I didn't even think about that once. Um, we can say his name is like Dan. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> yeah, you know what? His name is Daniel. And I did think about it ahead of time. So the film ends with Daniel and Angela in a happy relationship. Yeah, they're both doing like the We Fit step thing. That's the only one thing I can actually remember that you didn't We Fit, like the little like, um, like the quarter inch step. And you'd be like, I'm doing something. The one where yeah. they throw hula hoops on you was my favorite. And you stood on yeah. the, the balance board. And so maybe, maybe. That's what sex is for them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what is sex there, is for them. All is over. there a sex scene in this movie or does it go by Hallmark rules where there isn't a kiss until the last page? See, I was thinking about that too. And I was thinking that um, since they spend so much time apart, um, the sex scene is the bonus that you have to buy the DVD for. It's the like after the credit scene. The director's cut, it's in there. Yeah, it's also straight to video. I hope I made that clear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's this? This is a Mise Smash first. We actually have the movie trailer for the Wii Fit rom-com. Here it is. Have you been playing Minecraft for 24 hours? Whatever, man. I'm busy in the nether right now. Dude, you gotta get out of the house. I just gotta lose 10 pounds and then I'll be set. You're not serious about training that neckbeard, are you? I feel bad for him. He just wants to get in shape. Supposed to meet some fit trainer from Reddit. Daniel? Wow. You're fit. And no, we fit. The key is to focus on your balance. Work hard to tone that tummy. You call that a push-up? You, uh... Ever been on a balance board before? I think I can handle myself. Whoa! Ooh, that's gonna leave a mark. Let's get fired up! Oh my god, you totally like him. You cannot handle her. I don't know what it is, I just think we're a good fit. This can't happen. I'm your trainer. What the hell, man? She's got you wearing yoga pants now? I feel like he's giving me a workout for my heart. Alright, now it's my turn. We're speedrunning Minecraft. <laughs> You changed, man. You got fit. Without those yoga pants, what are you? Some chick with nice legs. You were nothing before I met you. I made you. I liked myself just fine. Dude, you'd have to run around a seven-minute mile to catch her at the airport. <laughs> Watch me. High energy. High energy. Move that body. 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 That's, That's it. it. Feel Let's work right. on your balance. Let's get fire. Let's try it together. Let's... Okay, that was fun. So one thing, you do get free range. So this is still your movie. I just, I have a question okay. because at some point, if she is going to the Super Smash Brothers universe, she, she's going <laughs> to have to kick someone's ass. She's going to have to fight. Are there any fight scenes oh, in this movie? Or is it just like the emotional <laughs> fighting of, <laughs> of their breakup? <laughs> I think she should kick his ass. Okay, I agree. Yeah, this is a movie about empowerment. Um, I think she should absolutely kick his ass. I think it should be about 25 minutes long. Um, just do that for a while and then we'll go back to the rom-com element. 
just like so everybody gets a little bit of everything they want <laughs> what does she see in him honestly i think it's really like that um like that article like we the outside world we have no idea what she sees in him but she sees like there's got to be some sort of nugget in there that she's like i relate to this i know where this person is coming from this really does feel like the black widow of, <laughs> of the universe do you remember that <laughs> snl sketch do you remember that snl sketch like black widow the movie and it's just like it's just a rom-com yeah yeah <laughs> i have a pitch okay i i've been i've been doing a little we fit research this week as well i've been watching just people play it on youtube and I, I, I was shocked by how much I, I didn't remember about it. And there's not a lot of characters in We Fit. They're really just, they're the trainers. There's the balance board, which is like literally like a little bendy version of the balance board you step on. <laughs> kind of like her pet. Right. But none of these characters are the ones that stand out in my mind because the real star of We Fit is the only other character in the game whose name is Fit Piggy. And he is a little <laughs> robotic pig with a screen on his side. And he's he's meant to be like a piggy bank. And he keeps a virtual count of how many minutes you've been playing and how many minutes you've been exercising. And he's the cutest little motherfucker. And I just think the name Fit Piggy is so perfect. And I think I think the fans who are really into We Fit, like they call themselves Fit Piggies. So my only <laughs> is that in the middle of this rom-com, Angela, the Wii Fit trainer, should just have this little robot pig that she calls Fit Piggy. And it's just like her sidekick and maybe it talks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like he's like his, she, he's going to be like her sounding board. Like um, when she's like, I don't know if I can take him back and Fit Piggy's like, follow your heart, Angela. <laughs> Yeah, especially if it's a rom-com. Sort of like how every British rom-com has like a cute kid. This is our cute kid. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Piggy. How fit are we making her? Like, is she Captain America fit? Where just every <laughs> single <laughs> corner of fitness, she's just like top tier at? Or is she just like a regular gym person? I would love to see her like change with time, go from being like pretty in shape to like jacked by the end of the movie and it's never addressed. That's her art. Cool. She goes from That's being her. pretty fit to fucking ripped. Yeah, to <laughs> fucking like, could yeah. like crack your head. <laughs> yeah, like a watermelon. In Super Smash Brothers, the male Wii Fit trainer fights alongside the female Wii Fit trainer as an alternate costume. Do we think that Daniel is going to join the fight with Angela? Will, will their relationship ups and downs continue into the crossovers, do we think? I think they would have to, or otherwise we don't have a story, you know? Like, there has to be conflict. Like, there has to be these, like, meaty arguments between the two Wii Fit trainers. We have to have something to, you know, strive for they're not they're not perfect they're people you know i think it'll be easy to input conflicts only because those aren't the only characters from we fit we're forgetting about the me's uh who were also in super smash brothers i forget exactly what a me looks like <laughs> they're just like the heads on the little like um potato bodies right well it looks they like look you like... so you know it, <laughs> yeah. it could be anyone <laughs> okay, yeah, me, that's what I think I look me. like. So there it is. <laughs> we, we definitely have to talk about the Mies a little bit because in the game, I'm going to talk about the game here for a second rather than the Sophie's pitch. But in the <laughs> in the game, there's a very odd relationship between the Wii Fit trainers and the Mies because the Wii Fit trainers and the Mies are obviously not the same kind of life form. They are two different life forms, and one is in a very clearly superior position to the other. So there is a 
an, an uneven power balance between them. And I've said this before on the show, but in high school, I was really into Nintendo fan theories. And I had one of my own, which was called the Nintendo Unified Timeline Theory, where I put every Nintendo franchise on a timeline and was like, they're all, they're all taking place in the same timeline. And I had really in-depth explanations for how it all made sense. Granted, it wasn't really unified because the Zelda timeline splits into three and I did even more splitting. But one of the major splits actually revolved around Wii Fit in my theory. So basically, I'll walk you through it. At the end of, as if anyone is familiar with the Zelda timeline, they'll know that one of the three branches of it is the hero is defeated timeline, where Link dies at the end of Ocarina of Time and Hyrule falls into chaos afterwards. And so in my theory, in the centuries after that, Hyrule falls into such chaos that Ganondorf eventually gets his hands on all three pieces of the Triforce and plunges the realm into chaos. And the three golden goddesses have to return to Earth or to Hyrule. And basically, they go full scorched Earth. They commit full-on genocide in Hyrule and they start the world over. And this is where the timeline branches again because the, the three golden goddesses, they create two new realms ruled by two supreme beings. In one, they create Arceus, who is the god Pokemon, the first Pokemon. And that starts one chain, which goes, it went from Pokemon to Animal Crossing to Star Fox, was that timeline chain. Um, dude, you're losing me. <laughs> this is so, I didn't know you were going to add no another game. I didn't know you were going to add another game. I, 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 I know where you're going. Like, I, I'm following it, but I did not know we were going to go into this much depth. Okay. Ultimately, where I'm going is that the other godlike creature that the that the three golden goddesses create is the Wii Fit Trainer, and she rules with an iron fist over the Mies, forcing them to exercise, putting them down, shaming their bodies, regardless of how much they want to exercise. She is their tyrant, um, and that was always my perception of the Wii Fit Trainer because I have a very healthy relationship to fitness. Okay, so going off of that, I do have a pitch. <laughs> So I think we can keep all the bones of this, all of this rom-com stuff. But what what if she's so fit? Like, it's like One Punch Man, if anyone's seen One Punch Man, where she's so fit, but she doesn't know that she's, like, incredibly powerful, like, how fit she is. She thinks she's just, like, training <laughs> some guy. But, like, when the guy sees how fit she is, she's, like, she's a goddess. <laughs> Her 5K is incredible. Her 5K is, like, <laughs> one minute per K, you know, <laughs> something oh. insane. Cause that is part of like the super smash, Brothers lore. when she was announced, like it was a meme that she's so fit. She's going to kick everyone's asses. She just, there's, there's, <laughs> cause she doesn't have a low point, you know, she's, she's just. Yeah. Consistent. They put her in like some sketchers shape ups and they're like, yeah. go kick some ass girl. Her fundamentals are like LeBron. There's no real <laughs> weak spot. Yeah. She also yells LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> she tells. I'm really interested in this rom-com angle. How how far are we going to lean into this? Like, is there going, like, is it going to be like really flat lighting? Is there going to be like <laughs> a whole bunch of like B-list comedians off to the side? Like how, 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 how much are we leaning into the rom-com format of it? I think we should lean into it almost entirely. I think when you do a rom-com, that's like not very good, completely sincerely. Like that's the best um, like form of the art you can possibly do. Like making it earnestly and giving everybody like flat hair is really important for this genre. And I think we should just do it. Why not? Every other movie is going to be completely different, but she's like a real woman. So I think we have to pay homage. In 
your dream version of this film, who plays Angela the Wee Fit Trainer? And who plays Danny? Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Okay. And who plays Dan? Yeah, the guy who plays Joe on you and um, the, guy, the, the guy from Gossip Girl. That guy. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Penn Badgley would be great. An yeah. Anna Kendrick, yeah. Penn Badgley vehicle. I'm just hearing Lizzo. Like, I'm just hearing, like, Lizzo songs <laughs> like, every <laughs> time they're together. She's too good for this movie, but we'll have, like, a lot of money just to spend specifically on one song. She's too good for us, but we're going to blow our entire budget on getting one Lizzo song into the movie. It's okay. Nikki had Tierra Whack, Doja Cat, <laughs> and Megan the Stallion all on the same soundtrack. So I think we can Damn. afford just one. Powerful. Does Angela the Wee Fit Trainer have a mother? And what does the mother think of Daniel? I think that she is a mother. Um, I think that she's like, a, I just love you, but like, I just know you're going to get hurt. Like, you have to protect your heart, sort of mom. Um, where she's like, I'm going to let you make your own mistakes, but like, I'm going to do it while I'm like holding a mixing bowl. Because I feel like in movies like that, the mom is always like doing something like that. I have, I have a pitch, I think just to tie this in. Maybe this is continuity approaching. I don't think it is. But maybe to, to get the me's in there, what if the way Daniel sees himself at the beginning of this movie is he, when he looks in the mirror, he sees a me. He sees a really fat <laughs> me. And then by the end of the movie, he is the other we Fit trainer. He's the male we Fit trainer. So sure. it's kind of like the frog turning into a prince situation here i would see more as like a noodle arm me like completely like skinny like no muscle tone and then he turns into like the jacked like because she's like by contrast so like buff yeah did you guys ever do, try to like make like the ugliest me you could <laughs> when you were a kid yeah. just like to see how weird you can make them like you were god yeah, yeah. it could be like that <laughs> so what you're saying pete is that me's don't exist in reality, but they are how people think of themselves in this world? Maybe. Whoa. That, that is what we are. How we Mies see are us. How do the Mies become fighters then? They decide to fight. Whoa. Just like us. As figments of... <laughs> they decide to stand for something. Exceptions of ourselves. All right, guys. You know, our country's in shambles. It's time to show what you stand for. <laughs> Whoa. Talk to oh, your God. grandparents, talk to your uncles, get fit. <laughs> Let's do your continuity approaching. <laughs> so I have an alternate pitch to the me. It, well, it's potentially an alternate pitch to the me question, but it's a pitch really more for location. So I think at the end of the film, when they've gotten back together, Angela has compromised on what she's looking for in a man. She's clearly accepting mediocrity to some level with Daniel, but they decide to go on a vacation together. And the final shot of the film is their plane tickets, Woohoo Island, which is of course the <laughs> island where the Wii Sports series, uh, and I think Wii Fit, uh, a lot of locations in Wii Fit take place there too. But it's if that's where the Mies live, potentially, or it could just be a regular island where people live. Wait, when you said woohoo, I thought you were referencing the way that Sims have sex. Oh, like, no. Like, that's why they're going to woohoo island. Oh. <laughs> but that's like a whole different thing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. unfortunately, we can't. I feel like Wii Sim Fit and Sims are like part of it. Mies are just Nintendo Sims. So, kind of. And the, and the, Mies, the yeah. Mies do have their own kind of sim language. Like remember in Wii Sports when you throw the bowling ball backwards and they all go, 
<laughs> the other thing about Mies is they can't reproduce like the Sims can. It's like a species issue. Damn. <laughs> That's kind of fucked. I think Mies reproduce asexually. Okay. <laughs> New Mies are born the way that like cells divide. It's just mitosis. And it's literally it's disgusting. like... Disgusting. <laughs> okay, so they go to Woohoo Island? Yeah. Maybe. Because uh, well, yeah, that is a stage, you're right. That makes sense. It's a stage, and I feel like it's... I mean, that's the island that I most closely associate the Mies with. So I feel like that would be a good tease, like, hey, if, if Mies aren't a part of this film, Mies are coming. And and we could have our cake and eat it, too, here, by having the Mies be how Daniel looks at himself in the mirror, and then also they go to Me Island. I was also thinking we could maybe fit Rob in here, only because Rob doesn't have it. Okay, here here's my, my headcanon right now, and Sophie, feel free to correct me, is I think this is happening in the, roman- the most romantic city on Earth, New York City, all right? It's character oh, fully. three. Fully, and Peter, yes. New York City, you know, it's bigger than just these two Wii Fit trainers. Other people can live in New York at the same time, having their own stories. If you've seen Masters of None. So maybe, <laughs> maybe you know, there's a robot named Rob in there or in other, and other people. I don't know. What do you think about that, Simon? Hmm. I feel like I don't immediately associate Rob with New York. I'm not opposed to that idea, but I think I need to be convinced more. The character who I do immediately associate with New York is Little Mac. And he's also kind of a fitness junkie. So maybe what if Little Mac works out at the same gym that Angela works out at? Okay. Or, that makes or, sense. Or Doc Lewis, who is Little Mac's trainer, maybe he owns the gym. Ooh, all right. I've just, I have a bunch of pitches now. Okay, <laughs> so maybe uh, maybe Dan has someone he needs to size up against. Maybe that person is like Glass Joe or like another Punch Out fight or just <laughs> you know someone lean and hot. You know? Yeah. Or or King Hippo. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I would hate to like go against King Hippo for a girl. You know. King Hippo and Glass Joe, I think, are the only non-racist punch-out characters. I think yeah. I think all the rest of them are, to some degree, a little questionable. <laughs> we're we're going to have to do, do some retcons for punch-out. <laughs> yeah. My other pitch, though, is only... The reason I bring up Rob is because in Smash Brothers, both the Wii Fit trainers and Mies, they have, like, a digitized quality to them. They, they're, they're, they're human, but they're not. They're, like, someone's interpretation of a human. So I'm wondering if there's a way to fit in Rob where it's like maybe Rob scans these people and does like the, his does its own version. This is a big pitch. Uh, I, I'm I'm figuring that as I go. The only little inkling of story that Rob is ever given, I believe, is in the manual for Gyromite, which is one of the two games that features Rob as a peripheral controller. Um, it's Gyromite and Stack Up. And in Gyromite, they specifically specify that Rob was a robot created by Dr. Hector to disarm Gyromite, which is basically TNT in his laboratory. So you could definitely have Professor Hector show up and like, but I'm I'm wondering what story purpose does Rob serve? Well, here's my here's my pitch on that, only because uh when I worked at this internship, this really shady internship, uh, they, they like came up to me one day. It's like, Hey, do you want to be in a commercial? <laughs> and they, they put me and I'm like, okay. And they're like, all right, show up to this address. And they sent me to this hospital where I go. It was at the penthouse of the hospital. 
hospital, the top floor. And you walk in and it's like this like weird, like digital space. Like it's all white. It kind of looks like Blade Runner. It's, it, it's weird. And they had me stripped down to my underwear. I didn't sign shit. This is an internship. I'm not getting paid. I'm, I'm in my underwear and I, I stand in front of this robot and they scan me and they like give me all of my health stuff. They tell me like how fit I am. They tell me all, all the stats about myself. And, and it kind of makes me think about Rob. Like what if he's like part of that? What if, what if he's the thing that scans them and shows? Well, I'm getting more on board with the idea because it would be nice to have a robot element in WeFit because like I said, the hill I'm dying on with this movie is that the fit piggy needs to be a part of it. And if the fit piggy is a robot pig, if you had, but what if, what if Professor Hector, he invented the fit piggy? He's like good. Maybe he's, maybe he, maybe Professor Hector is Angela's dad and, and he just makes robots for her. So she has the fit piggy and then she's also got Rob, the robot who does fitness stuff for her. That's my pitch that Professor Hector, the creator Rob is Angela, the Fleet Fit Trainer's father. Okay, that gives me some more questions. Like, does Angela being fit, was that her choice? Or was that the will of her father? Whoa. I think she was created. Like, this is her mission in life. But, like, there might be somebody, like, pulling the strings. Like, maybe there's, like, a darker element to her life that we should explore in this movie. Because I'm sure, like, I compared her earlier to Black Widow. Like, Black Widow's going to have her whole thing. Like, I have a pitch. I'm so excited. So we don't find this out in this movie is the idea. But her dad is an inventor. Her dad does robots. What if we find out in a later film that Angela, the Wii Fit trainer, is a robot and her human skin comes <laughs> off and then she's like the synthetic white skin version of herself. Oh my God. Oh, that's really good. That would be such a winning reveal for a Super Smash Brothers crossover. Mm-hmm. What if she has to dive into a fire, a blazing inferno or something to save someone and she comes out and her human skin is melting off and we see, oh my God, she's a robot. Okay, I like this because... It gives Rob, if, if, he, if he also creates Rob, it gives them a connection. It, gi- it gives Rob someone to connect to because he doesn't really have that. They're siblings. Yeah. Okay. I love that. That sounds good. And maybe, okay. And where the me's come in is maybe it's sort of um, whenever Rob scans someone, it creates like a digital copy, like in the cyberspace. And basically she finds a way to grab all of these digital copies and like put them into real life. And those are the me's. I have another pitch for the me's. Okay. So what if all of the me's, <laughs> there are thousands of them, right? What if they are mm-hmm. all Professor Hector, Angela's father's failed attempts to create her? They're all like the proto versions of her. And he sent them all to live on this island and just like. <laughs> Wait, that's fucked up. <laughs> oh my God. That'll be great. That could be its own movie. Someone, I think we were debating yeah. whether we should give someone a me movie. I think we should. I think, I think now where the me's are the prototype Wii Fit trainers who live on an island banished from the rest of humanity created by a mad scientist <laughs> there's got to be a me movie Ooh, we should call it meverse yeah good call meverse great idea wow uh, for anyone who doesn't know meverse is the social media the the short-lived social media site on the wii u where amis could post and they could uh instead of likes you went yeah <laughs> so a good post would have like a hundred yes yeah were you ever really active on Meverse? I was. I I, <laughs> I used to draw Earthbound fan art. 
Uh, that, was, that was my big thing. There was a time before I was on Facebook or Twitter or any social media where the only social media I was on was Meverse, and I was really active on Meverse on my Wii U. Damn, I gotta dig up some old posts. I, th- I don't think you can. I think they all got. I think the Meverse archive is gone, right? Or did someone archive it all and put it online? I don't know. Um, I'll have to check that out. Is there anything else we need to really connect? Little Max, Little Max, a really good one. Little Max, a really good one. I'm really on board with Rob now, and I, I love the idea of her being a robot and us not finding out until maybe Super Smash Brothers Four. Yeah, um, only because she's like supernaturally fit. She's fit in every aspect. She knows all the moves. Yeah, she can keep up with these super powered beings like i think there's got to be something there i have a question so daniel the male we fit trainer he's kind of a fuck boy right sophie yeah i could i think you could say that do you think he do you think part of the drama that happens in the eventual crossover that includes the we fit trainers revolves around daniel the male we fit trainer trying to sleep with another member of the super smash brothers cast and if so, who? I mean, there's so many options. Is he attracted to fit chicks or is he attracted to everything? Because I, there's Rosalina. They're all banging. You got Daisy, Peach. I think he's attracted to feet. Because We Fit Trainer, as a character, does not wear shoes. And neither does Corin. And I think he, I think, so I think he has a thing for Corin. That's going to be my take. I, I do like that Dan is a changed man at the end of the rom-com. I think that's what makes makes the movie for me but you could do you, you buy his change you you buy it you don't think he's just well you know it's it's we're, we're make we're, we have a conflict engine on our hands you know there's a what's that vanessa Hudgens movie help me out sophie that where she's a christmas princess and there's there's two of them uh then is it called the night before I, christmas you know she's got a twin and it's christmas is it the princess wait am i making this up the princess, the princess switch. switch the princess switch is that princess it? The princess switch? okay um, Where did I pull that out of my brain? <laughs> I don't know. It's on Netflix. But anyway, they have to come up with sequels to that. And the way they do it is they add a third is Vanessa Hudgens as a secret twin. And then in the second one, she's got a, a third secret twin. So basically in the sequels, that's that's when you add, add in, you know, your third love interest. You add like the conflict. Ooh, yeah. You know? Okay. She's got a lot on her plate. I feel like she's she's grappling with the fact that she's a robot by that point. Or maybe she isn't yet. Maybe she doesn't know yet. Yeah. And you know, you know who understands being a robot? Mega Man. She can't have so, sex with Mega Man, Pete. She just can't. Mega Man's a Why boy. can't she fuck Mega Man? It's just a little boy. He's I think, a man. It's in the name. <laughs> you're right. He's not Mega Boy. He is Mega Man. He's a child, though. Just look at him. With his little, All right, there's nothing face. child about that mega dick, man. <laughs> I, I am, I'm really proud of the story that that you've pitched, Sophie, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about the broader universe implications of it as well. Uh, I think that, we really built something together. I'm honored <laughs> that you could present this to us. I'm honored that we could have been a part of it. Just thank you. <laughs> we, we, we got oh. in today, and it felt like playing with Legos. It was just a good feeling. I think this is the first episode where we really built it, you know, like yeah. we had a solid base and we really added it to, to really make something unique here. So thank you so much for <laughs> being on the cast, Sophie. You'll, you'll be back. We'll bring you back for something. <laughs> thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Sorry. Thank you so much for listening. None of this would be possible without some awesome remixes by some very talented and underappreciated musicians. Here are the credits so you can listen to them without us talking over it. OSRS Beats did the We Shop channel theme trap remix. 
AV Tran did the Wii Fit Basic Step Piano Cover. The Hula Hoop Remix comes from Randomosity Remixes. And Cleffer Notes did the Wii Shop theme, Vintage 50s Style, which we're talking over right now. Our website is misensmashpod.podient.co, where you can stay up to date with all the recent episodes, as well as a running timeline that keeps track of our stories so far. And you can find us on Twitter at misensmashpod and at our personal Twitters at Simon Lewis Ong and at P. Simmons Hayes. Yeah, again, thanks for listening. Come back next week. We'll have another exciting chapter in the Super Smash Brothers Cinematic Universe. Thanks so much for joining us.